This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Bev's Video Kingdom is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Bev's Video Kingdom really is brought to you by... What the fuck? What's up, dude? One of my renters broke the toilet again. That dude takes giant shits. I know what I'm doing tomorrow. Why don't you hire a property management company or something to take care of that stuff? Because they suck, and they take 10%. You know, our dude Hank owns and manages Heritage Realty Partners. I think he said he only charges 5%, and he visits each property at least once a month. That's right. He's always posting beers from the road. You have his number? Actually, I do. His personal number is 805-451-5734. Perfect. Now he can deal with my renter's big shits. Heritage Realty Partners. For all your property management and investment needs. Yo, are you ready to get hyped and take on the world like a goddamn gladiator? Then you gotta check out Jay-Z's brand new album, Unleash Hell. Inspired by the epic movie Gladiator, this album is straight up fire. We've got bangers like Are You Not Entertained featuring Drake, and I Came, I Saw, I Conquered with Bad Bunny that'll have you feeling like you're ready to take on the entire Roman Empire. And don't forget about Cardi B's wild verse on Thumbs Down to all the haters, and Coliseum Party featuring DJ Jazzy Julius Caesar, the perfect tracks to blast when you're rolling up to a party like a boss. The beats are fresher than a Caesar salad, and the rhymes are hotter than a chariot race. So if you're looking to add some epicness to your music collection, you need Unleash Hell. Get ready to throw your hands up and chant, we will rise again, because this album is straight fire. Don't miss out. Get your copy today. (laughs) It's a Jay-Z album? (laughs) New beats, man. I love it. Jay-Z's back. Ugh. Gentlemen, what we do in life echoes in eternity. We are here to discuss Gladiator, dude. I fucking love this movie. Hey, who do we got to go kill right now? I'm ready. Do we, do we have Do we have any like vengeance that we need to uh, to take care of? If we don't, let's make some because I'm ready to fucking kill some shit. When somebody fucking takes your wife and kid and takes them to like a fucking nice medium well and just <laughs> you've got to fucking... Go get them, right? Yeah. I mean, or just lay on the ground and kind of just like give up is what he kind of does in the beginning. Right. It's like he decides to go on the vendetta later, but in the beginning, he just kind of lays there and like kind of snots on stuff. Yeah. Well, because he's kind of rotting. I mean, he's, he must have allergies to all that wheat that he was walking through and like touching <laughs> all the time because he's got some serious like nasal drainage going on. That never, that never occurred to me, but that makes so much more sense now. <laughs> right? It's like a... It's like a tampon commercial where they're like windsurfing through the wheat. No? Okay. <laughs> Are you having one of those not so fresh days? <laughs> like one of those things? <laughs> oh, uh, welcome. That's what wheat feels are good for. Welcome back vengeance to Vengeance and tampons. Vengeance, vengeance and tampon <laughs> commercials. Uh, welcome back to Bev's Video 
Kingdom. We're here to talk about Gladiator, one of my favorite movies. I am Zach, and I am joined by Mr. Brad. Yeah. Uh, yep, yep. Scotch Beasy. Hi, how you doing? And the Gov. I'm just here watching. In the hey, Gov. <laughs> <laughs> Gov's yeah. hanging out. Uh, you know, we, uh, we're missing one of our members tonight, but did you, did you guys hear what he did? No. Who? Nathaniel? He went to draft school, movie draft school. Oh, God. Oh, it's about time. He enrolled because he's like, man, I have not won a draft. And so, like, he basically, he's he's on, like, some two, three-week uh, uh, excursion where he's, I think he's up in the hills. Where he goes and watches movies that aren't aren't love movies and he's hanging out with uh, Aaron Rodgers. They went to the, his little, his little cave of like solitude and, right. and uh, he's doing, you know, a lot of DT and all that good shit. Nate, we love you. Miss you. Nothing has ever been needed more than you going to draft school. So I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad that you fucking are finally taking this shit seriously and getting your life together. And the funniest thing is that you're never going to hear this because you don't listen to. I was going to say, be great. So, yeah. He's new. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So yeah, the gov is is hanging out with us, uh, and he's going to be drafting with us next week. So Here, let's uh, let's try this. And, and gosh, somebody's probably going to spoil it. So fuck you if you spoil it for it. But Nate, if you go ahead and tell me the code word, vendetta. Oh, is that the code word? I'll give you $100. V is for vagina. Oh, shit. Yeah, nobody tell him to Don't listen. Don't put it on the socials or anything, you assholes. Don't direct message him. Like, hey, he has hey. to say vendetta to you? If he just looks at me and he just says vendetta. Give and then you'll give him $100? Give him 100 bucks. I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. I think I'm going to tell Nate. Don't be the one that says I'll give you 50. Now I've got skis. These motherfuckers like, I can use 50 bucks. (laughs) Fuck, I'll give it three to one. Like, you can have 75, I'll get 25. Nate, I'll give you 50 bucks. I'll get a couple burritos. I'll give you 50 bucks if you say vendetta to Brad. (laughs) You ass. Say it to Brad. (laughs) And you keep 50. I like that a lot. Okay, so okay, this I think this whole thing's null and void now. Like I think I've just it's not. It's not. It's no. on. It's out there. I'm it's not on. gonna do that. I, I, you got you realize that like a hundred bucks is not gonna make Nate listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> you have to be way sweeter pot than that. He would uh, hear that and he'd be like, eh. Yeah. Just, he would, he's, he like, he was he's like, what? I'm gonna spend two hours listening to myself? Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> Although he's not on, so maybe he would listen, but I doubt it too. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, the only thing he wants to listen to less than himself is us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, it's the year 2000 and yeah. the year 2000 and uh, we're going to the movie theaters and we see that the new Russell Crowe movie is playing. Was Russell Crowe a thing in 2000? Was he like a big star? I don't know. Can we, can anybody fill me in on that? He'd been, I mean, LA Confidential. Oh, okay. And, LA uh, Confidential sick. I like that. He'd been in, I don't think too much. I think this definitely took him to the next level. How could it sure. not though? Yeah. He's so dope. Well, he won the Oscar, so that helped. Again, I watch these movies, and like as a, as a young man, it never bothered me, and it never entered my brain at all, the like weird accents that people decide to use when they do period right. pieces. Right. Um, oh, shit. Uh, so The Insider was before this in, in Mystery Alaska. I mean, well, Mystery Alaska is more of a, a cult movie, but The Insider was a big movie. Yeah, I think L.A. Confidential was like up for best picture. So he was a known guy. I, th- I think the world knew him from Mystery Alaska. Everybody's seen that. Yeah. <laughs> so I said a little cult film. <laughs> the insider was Michael Mann thing. I mean, that was a big deal. That was a, a pretty big movie. Yeah. So yeah, maybe for maybe for you guys. Anyways, it's the year 2000. It's fucking Pacino and Russell Crowe. <laughs> I just remember. I remember this movie being a huge fucking deal. And, yeah. and we're talking. So does anybody have any info on Academy Awards for The Gladiator? Yeah, so it won five Oscars. Okay, it won, won five Oscars. Yeah, and but all like sound and like visuals. But it won best picture and best actor. 
Oh, is that it all? was the best picture. It was the best picture. Is that all that it won? Shit. I, like, I didn't just know sound and visuals. <laughs> Nothing huge. I did, I, did, I did not. I forgot that it got fucking best picture. That's great. That's another, another I, best picture. I forgot picture that for Brad it. never does research on this show. Dude, this yeah. is great. I, I love being able to just throw it to you guys. So if, if you were Brad, how much money would you say this movie made? Um, if I was thinking about being the host for this show, I would say that it probably budgeted about $103 million. Which was huge for, a big for, budget. for late like That's a late big 90s. budget. And then um five hundred three million worldwide gross. So it made four hundred million dollars, which is pretty solid. Not bad. What's what's kind of crazy, I was I was looking at the uh like the scores and the IMDB score is good, eight eight point five out of ten. Rotten Tomatoes eighty percent and Metacritic was sixty seven percent. And I'm like, what in the fuck are critics what thinking? What piece of shit critics said that this movie sucks? And like, but at Google users, 91 percent because that's fucking all that matters. But I just couldn't who, believe who are the nine percent that are like, fuck this movie? Like, man, fuck all those people. Yeah. You're, I hope you don't listen to Bez Video Kingdom. If you do, I don't want you as a fan anymore. You sound like yeah. the type of people that listen to our podcast. But when you watch this now, does everyone feel like it holds up spectacularly? Because I really felt like the effects hold up. The only thing that doesn't quite hold up to me is the weird slow-mo that they do especially a bunch in the beginning where it's like sort of a choppy slow-mo do you guys know what i'm talking about yeah Yeah. there's a couple of weird like it's supposed to be like real like i don't know i don't know the right word like super like impactful scenes well yeah it's like emotion of him like "Ah," yeah exactly kind of choppy yeah yeah i know what you're saying there's a there's a couple special effects things that kind of take me out of it there's one tiger swipe where it looks really fake, like when the when the tigers are in the in the oh, yeah. like a couple of them look look great, but there's one in particular just does not look natural or real. Another one is where in the very beginning in the battle, his dog jumping through the flames. Oh yeah, that part's sick so, as fuck. So oh, fa- it, it, it's sick as fuck, but it looks fake as shit. I, now. I, I noticed when uh, all the, the <laughs> <laughs> it's still cool because the dog is, is that's my favorite part about that battle, but it looks stupid now. What the fuck happens to the dog? That, I was just about to sad. say like he didn't make it out of that battle. I, don't I think. guess yeah, but all the flaming arrows, I was watching them, and it's just funny. Like I mean, with like CGI nowadays, you would see them like landing and stuff. But they all just kind of like disappear. Like when they're you don't you can see where they're hitting, and you don't see any little poofs. You don't see any like the little arrow left there oh, they right. just kind of disappear it's like they all launch but then they're they're gone it very similar to that i was the other day i was watching pootie tang oh yeah. yeah you remember pootie all tang? the flaming arrows in pootie tang I yeah I, but, was, but the, I was thinking about well flaming arrows. have you guys seen pootie tang first no. of all <laughs> it's a fucking horrible movie but, it, but it's amazing but there's a scene where he's like dodging bullets like matrix style and the cgi is so horrible and one of the bullets literally goes like through him and like but he's per, like, is, is it like, like like they're being silly about it, or it's just bad? Oh, it's a, it's the movie's called Pootie Tang. Louis C.K. directed it, and Chris Rock's in it. And there's a whole bunch. Of uh, it's awful, but it's amazing at the same time. Smoke something, watch it, laugh. Okay, I had a, I, had a, a I knew a guy. I knew a guy in college that uh, was <laughs> was telling us about he had just had sex with his girlfriend, and he described it as she was well, you know, freshly Pootie Tanged. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, she was freshly pooty tanked. And I was like, I I am not following your your logic here. And he's like, that means we just had sex. And I was like, okay. 
Did he call you a pie after that? Oh, so that was the word that I was trying to think of the other day. I was trying to tell somebody of our our word that we had discovered that was long lost, and I could not remember it. I kept like, wanting to say spank, but I was like, it's not spank. Pie. Fucking slang archaeologists. We like yeah. went down to the caves and dug it out. Like, oh my god, what is, what is that? A pee? Oh, pie? Yeah. Oh so shit! If you want to talk Forgot about about that, if you want to talk about pies, is Commodus like the uh, ultimate pie? Uh, in this movie, mm. like we I, hate him, right? Like, oh yeah, Joaquin Phoenix is one of the greatest actors of our time, I think. Well, I I definitely had this written down was who's who's a bigger whiner, Commodus when he's literally crying and just totally just they, they love him more than me. He's blah, being blah, a blah. bitch a bunch. Or Luke Skywalker who wants to go to Tashi Station, pick up some power converters. Tashi Station, pick up some power converters. Yeah. I don't know, but Luke ends up being a pretty badass. Yeah, I'm going to go Commodus on that one then. Yeah, Commodus is like the ultimate little bitch, right? Oh. Well, it, it reminds me of like like Game of Thrones, like all like the royals all get to train and like they do like the training and shit. So they're training from some badass people, but most of them aren't in combat. So it's right. like, I mean, that, that kind of stands Well, he's entitled. Story. He's a spoiled yeah. rich kid. And he, he says he's not in combat either. I love the scene where he starts crying and telling his dad like, you told me the four virtues of blah, blah, blah. And I don't have any of them. <laughs> he's like, like, but I got a good one. Yeah. He's like, but I am a little bitch. A little vengeous little bitch. Um, yeah, dude. I fucking love this movie. I think some of the characters are so great. The sister uh, is just a great actress. She is Lucilla, Lucilla Connie Nielsen. Connie Nielsen. Dude, freaking amazing. Super beautiful. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix, Russell Crowe. Like, there's there's a whole bunch of killers in this movie, and mm. uh, I just think that Joaquin Phoenix kind of stands out above all of them, really, because I just think that he just, the way you hate him in this movie kind of carries the movie. Like, you're rooting for Maximus, but you're more hating uh, Commodus, and right? The, the, yeah. scene, the scene where he's he's basically telling uh, this is his sister about the, the whole Busy Bee thing, that story, the acting that he lays down in that scene is incredible like just he unbelievable uh, yeah basically saying i know exactly what's going on you guys are, are and you guys are going to tell me all the details and that story was just was so well done he's he's fantastic how how russell crowe got the oscar over him and and like why was he even on i think he, he nominated, nominated for supporting he had to be dude he I, had to be i'll, I'll google that we'll then. find that out but yeah because yeah. because that's the thing it's it's it, as much as this like kind of really elevated russell crowe this i came out of this movie again joaquin phoenix is like Me god too. damn this dude is a superstar yeah. and like just kind of growing up in the 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 80s and like in the early 90s of course the the fact that river phoenix everybody was like all into him and then he, he fucking kills himself well i mean overdoses and then uh just finding out the little brothers got acting chops too, and 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 this was kind of his his big moment, and then he goes on to be a crazy person and in real life and also in movies, and he's a badass actor, but he's also kind of a psycho. So he's definitely a crazy person. Uh, so Hans Zimmer's score in this movie is, uh, you know, as we talked about, New York being a character in a movie is kind of a character in the movie. It's it's very Hans Zimmerish. Well, yeah, because yeah, I was gonna say there there's certain moments where <laughs> it's, it's like too much. He he bit himself for the Pirates of the Caribbean. Like I, I was gonna say, this is straight up uh, Crimson Tide. 
oh shit no it's like he, there's a couple parts like dun 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 and it's like kind of like right there with the pirates of the caribbean uh soundtrack i'm like this motherfucker he just kind of like recycles his own he's like he just he brings up <laughs> his old like his old layout on like uh audacity or whatever and he's like eh, let's just change that change yeah that. i heard Here he just go. puts it into chat gpt and he's like this movie's about gladiators make it gladiator-ish <laughs> Chat GPT's like, here you go, Hans. <laughs> he, had, he, had, he had Chat GPT way before everybody else. He's just like, all right, this one's about pirates. How about, what do you do? What do we do here? Well, they're saying it's Submarines. one of the best, one of the best selling soundtracks of all time. Uh, lots of streams on uh, on fucking Spotify. Well, no, the, the it, it opening is, is stuff right. has got like the kind of the Inya feel to it. It's like the little like like the little right. pan flute and stuff, and like uh, looking out over the fields and 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 very. It, but there's kind of a similar vibe with Man on Fire with that too. Kind of the the with the, uh, the kind of the Spanish feel with like the very vocal soundtrack. That's what kind of those this list like when I was watching it this time. Because I just seen Man on Fire recently, and I was like, "Oh, that's kind of a similar vibe as that." And so, um, but I just looked it up. Joaquin Phoenix was nominated for supporting actor, and he lost to Benicio del Toro in Traffic. Yeah, that's a good role, though. So, I like Traffic. Yeah. What, who, who else was against him? Do you have that? Do you have the so, rest of the list? Yeah, um, Albert Finney and Aaron Brockovich, which is I love that role. Uh, William Dafoe in Shadow of the Vampire. Oh, don't even know it. No idea. And Jeff Bridges in The Contender. Yeah, I'm going to say Comedy should have won that one too. I think so too. Um, so we're and the fact, but the fact is, he wasn't included in the best actor, which that is so weird. Who's acting? Who's who's supporter? Whatever. But uh, also, Russell Crowe obviously won. Javier Bardem for Before Night Falls. Tom Hanks in Castaway. Oh wow. Ed Harris and Pollock, and Jeffrey Rush in Quills. So, I think this was the year where everybody kind of thought Castaway yeah, like Hanks so was going to like get right. another one, and I think it was kind of like the Michael Jordan uh, when Carl Malone got the MVP, where they're like, "Fuck, we keep giving it to Michael Jordan. Let's give it to somebody else real quick." I'm Carl Malone. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say though, there are some other important awards that uh, are still going on, which are the uh, Denny Awards on the oh. Deluxe Edition Network. Okay. Because we are part of the Deluxe Edition Network, and uh, we are uh, last week's or last month's pod of the month. But this month it is the Hilf podcast. Our friend Don Brody. If you're not listening, to that she just did an episode about tennis, uh, and she actually has a comedian who was a former uh, uh, semi-pro tennis player, and like actually knows a lot about it. It was kind of a cool little yeah. episode. If you ever were, wondered about the history of tennis, it's kind of cool. It's very she cool. was so fucking cool when she was on when she was on the pod. I was listening to it uh, in the bathroom. My wife always makes fun. She'd be like, "Are you listening to yourself again?" I'm like, "Yeah." And then, she, and then <laughs> Don Don came on and started talking, and my wife was like, "Oh, she has a great like voice for podcasting." Yeah. And uh, and then we started. She started listening, and she she like barely ever listens to the pod anymore. But uh, Don Don got her into that episode. And so we were listening, talking about Mary Shelley's Frankenstein and all this stuff. So uh, go go check out Hilf. And then the other pod of the month are the boys at Barrel Aged Flicks. Uh, we were on an episode with them recently, which was super fun. And uh, so definitely go check them out. They drink a lot of alcohol. They do punishment shots. And uh, and they talk movies. They, and talk, they, they, they get. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, I think right now they just dropped their first Star Wars. Yeah, uh, they're doing it. They're, they're doing, doing a saga. bunch of the Star Wars, so yeah. they're going to hit that. And uh, we've never done Star Wars movies yet. I know. We'll I think see. they're doing the whole saga. I think they started Episode Four. So well, fucking, we're going to do Rogue One, and and uh, <laughs> just you know, that's not part of the the nine movie trilogy or tr- fucking that doesn't make sense. Rogue One's <laughs> sick. The, the, the nine, nine movie nine, trilogy. The nineology. <laughs> <laughs> Nanaji. So, so back to the say that. back to what we we're talking about. 
$103 million budget. How much money did we make? We never even said. $400 million because it was $503 million worldwide. worldwide. So we made $400 million. Yeah. yeah. Ridley Scott, director of this movie, who wants to run through uh, some Ridley Scott movies? I've got some right here. Well, you, you, one thing we kind of left out, and, and host, I'm not trying to, to hate on you. What, but are, we, what like, are we leaving out? The, the fact that it's like, when, when do we remember seeing this? And I will say, oh, the, okay. the direction you're going right now is is why I saw it. Because um, my 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 dad's always been a, a big Ridley Scott guy. I mean, going back to Alien and, mm-hmm. and and all this stuff. So it's it's he's he's, he's got all, some dope movies. Too. He's all about Ridley Scott. Yeah. So when when we heard that, oh, this is a, a Gladiator movie. It looks pretty like vicious. I mean, th- you gotta think this is like not too long after Saving Private Ryan, where it's like gritty action movies where it's like fuck you're gonna see some some real shit like that that was kind of the 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 thing and And it was like five years after braveheart i think yeah so that that's kind of the the vibe that we were looking at and and of course my dad's like ridley scott fuck yeah we're there let's do this and he definitely didn't cuss but uh (laughs) (laughs) so i guess i guess i take it back let's let's save our ridley scott like run through of his movies until we get to drinking with the director right yeah because i think we've already gone through some of his movies and fuck dude he's got like a murderous row but like gov do you remember seeing gladiator for the first time is this a movie that you saw in the theater when you were like 38 years old and you were like this is dope i'll take my wife and kids to this i definitely did see it in the theater (laughs) i don't i don't believe wife and kids were involved but yeah it it was you know this it was one of those movies where like it looks super cool i'm watching this in the movie theater for sure yeah the trailers on tv obviously they showed the tigers and you see that you're like oh my god there's tigers and like it looks so dope and yeah that was one of the things that definitely grabbed my attention this thing was hyped like crazy people were talking about it and it was an absolute experience in the theater and but just just a great story, uh, you know. And then the performances from everybody in it was just awesome. Even um, the the king at the beginning or the Caesar at the beginning. Oh yeah, he's dope. Um, Richard Harris, um, so 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 good. And um, yeah, it's just an epic epic movie. It just like the the scale of the Colosseum and like seeing that recreated. Like there weren't a lot of movies that were doing that type of stuff yet with computers, like showing like all of Rome and like, Oh my God, that's what it really would have looked like. And, and then walking into the Coliseum and looking around, seeing all the people that was just so cool. And, uh, yeah, I loved it. Unfortunately, I don't think I saw this in the theater. I think this was like a DVD watch that I saw with somebody. And I remember just being like, Holy shit, this movie is long. And then I was like, <laughs> and then I was like, it's really good. But my God, we've been here for a fucking hour sitting on this uncomfortable couch in this house that smells weird. Like, but uh, I remember thinking this movie was was really, really great the first time that I saw it. I there, wish I would have saw it in the theater. There's definitely some some burn, you know, throughout. And especially on the rewatch, this last one, I've seen it enough times in my life where I almost didn't watch it. Glad I did again. But after a while, I'm like, okay, yeah, let's get to the killing. Let's get to the next scene. That's So uh, when I watched it, it was like, I saw, okay, I saw it two hours and 35 minutes. I, all I skipped through was like basically anytime it was like a little like music moving into like you could tell it's kind of moving into the scene i would just kind of skip ahead real quick to get to like the next like talking part um that's a fucking wild thing to do so you skip ahead in movies like it's a (laughs) podcast commercial um like when it's like 
like you can see it just kind of transitioning <laughs> through some like visual shit. Yeah, like this is such a fucking window. I've seen into the movie psyche, before. Dude. I just want, I just wanted to hear the dialogue, and I want I, the oh, actually, only times I skipped ahead were. <laughs> People weren't talking. It wasn't through the action shit. Do like, I need to watch him sleeping on the horse the whole time? Exactly. When he's riding his fucking horse, I'm skipping through that shit. Like, really? I, he he jumped from like, oh, I just got on my horse to like, all of a sudden he's like laying in the grass. Like, what about the part where he's getting all pollinated when he's like fucking running through and like fucking, oh, no, I fucking running his hands through skip, the... I skipped that. Bro. I've seen it before. Those are the best parts. I've seen it before. This wasn't my first time watching it. God damn. I just wanted to cut up, but it didn't feel like it was a long movie. (laughs) How much much of the movie would you say you think you cut out at that point of the two hours and 35 minutes? It didn't (laughs) feel long. If you fast forward, the chariots go really fast. (laughs) (laughs) Why? What what is the nerd voice for? What's going on here? (laughs) All right. Speaking of nerds, though, um, my dad, and this was... He he was a board gamer. I, I, I'm saying in the past. He he's a board gamer. Oh yeah, back in the day, Brad's dad um, was in a wizard band. Yeah, he's 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 been a man of many talents. And when I say wizard band, I mean Brad's dad was in a band where they dress up like wizards, some prog rock craziness, and played music, and my dad's band opened for them. Like, in, how have I not? I didn't know that <laughs> fact. That, oh, yeah. that that was mentioned on the pod before. Yeah, 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 yeah. My I dad's was, band listening. opened for Brad's dad's band, and my dad goes, "Oh yeah, Ren Franca, he's in a wizard band." And I was like, "What?" They they start. <laughs> I think they did that a little bit, and then they went to more just kind of classic rock and okay. and, and so, kind of got out of the costumes. I think I when they I, first started, they okay. were kind of a little bit more prog. They had like lasers and fog machines and shit. My dad said, and they were wearing <laughs> wizard costumes. So not like the workaholics like, wizard. No, no, not like the wizards from a different time. Um, no, so so he's a, a board game. And we had a board game when I was growing up called Circus Maximus, and it was a chariot race board game. So like you would you you would roll dice and like things would happen to your chariot, or you'd be trying to like attack the guy on the next chariot over. And it's a race. You do like laps around the, like the little arena. And so when this comes out, I was I, I already kind of had a, like a thing for gladiators, and of course my dad loves really Scott, so it was like you have a thing for gladiators. <laughs> yeah, I heard for that sure. Before. Brad can't I come was... unless the guy has sandals on. <laughs> That sounds very Ben. This sounds very Ben Hur. Like I was, I was all about the 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 sweat and the uh, the glistening and you know, the adrenaline. Do you like the, movies the about gladiators? <laughs> That's a great call. Do you like movies about gladiators? You ever been in a Turkish prison? <laughs> Oh man, go watch Airplane if you have not. Um, so yeah, so the the board game kind of like I already knew like was kind of into the idea of like the the arena fighting and stuff. And then uh, his name ends up being Maximus. I was like, oh fuck, that's like the game. So I was pretty stoked. Love that. And it was a good movie. Yes. And uh, it was the right thing to do was to see it in the theaters because that's a it's a theater movie. Hundred percent. Fuck yeah. Um, okay, so. I think we can move on to our next category. I feel really good about this. I think it's a consensus that everyone really likes this movie. Everyone hates Commodus. And uh, Gerard Butler really killed it in this one. <laughs> he did a great job. <laughs> Pull up a chair and grab yourself a drink. Hypothesize what directors think. Maybe sometimes get a guess. Makes us look good. Let's drink, laugh, and pretend we know what we're doing. Drinking with the director brought to you by Last Call Brewing. 
Welcome back to Bev's Video Kingdom. We have with us a very special guest for this segment. We usually do drinking with the director, and we are going to talk all about our dude Ridley. Is that is that like a is that like Madonna? Is that like a fake name, or is his name really Ridley? No, his I think name it's his is name. Ridley. Really? His, his brother got the cool name of Tony. Tony. Yeah, they were like. <laughs> They were like Ridley, and then we got to come up with something really original. Anthony. Tony. Yeah, um, I don't know. We got our buddy Hank, the king of the hoisters. Yeah, we've talked to Ridley before. We're like, fuck it, let's just bring in uh, he, Hank. He is here representing one of our esteemed sponsors, Heritage Realty. Hank, how are we doing this evening? Awesome. So <laughs> glad to be here. So glad to be here. He literally just drove how many miles? Like 300 and... He flew in on the thousand. red eye. Yeah, 325. 325 miles just to be on the show and Jesus criminy. Yeah. A couple potty. Well, breaks. no, he's not. He's not going straight home tonight. Like <laughs> right. 325 he's miles. He's got some, some people to see and things that like that are going on this week, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, Scott called me this morning. He's like, "We need somebody tonight." And I'm like, "Oh, get in the car right now." <laughs> that's you know that that's that's the role of, of of one of the judges. Like when we need you, you that's get true. here. It's that's like true. like Batman. So Ridley Scott, <laughs> what the fuck? Ridley Scott like has some absolute bangers on his resume, right? So he does a bunch of bullshit like commercials and some videos and stuff, and then he comes out with Alien in 1979. Yeah, I, I guess Star Wars. Um, kind of inspired him to get into science fiction. Really? Yeah. So he saw Star Wars and he's like, I want I kinda wanna do that shit. I want to I want to do some science fiction stuff. But like dark and gritty. But let's do it my way. Yeah. yeah. And then and then he follows that up in eighty two with Blade Runner. Which one I, of Nate's favorite movies. Which I did <laughs> <laughs> It has a replicant in it. <laughs> All of the replicants. Uh, um, I really loved Replicant. Yeah. <laughs> I love Replicant. We need I to get love, Nate a shirt that says, I love Replicant. <laughs> That's the best. Oh, go back to the AI We pod. might have to do that. Oh. We might have to do that. Um, but what I didn't realize about Blade Runner is when it came out, it actually didn't do very well. And it was just like kind of kind of a flop. But uh, definitely, really, it, that's what I read on the on the interweb. Oh well, it's a fucking dope one. At one point, yeah. it's probably going to get done on this podcast. I love uh, Blade Runner, and then he follows that up in '85 with the movie Legend. And tell me, we all know about Legend with my dude T. Cruz. Yeah, I kind of. I mean, is that discovering Tom Cruise Scott movie? Dude, until this right? moment, that's crazy. Yeah. Fucking sick. Discovering Rated, Tom Cruise, maybe like what? What was he doing before? Rated this? PG. I mean, he. I think he was grooming him. The crazy um, thing is, again, that was another one that was listed as a flop. Well, yeah, because it was kind of a fucking crazy. But movie. But, okay, but, will, but but cult classics, like and and again, like Blade Runner is like the science fiction movie of all time at this point, you know, because it's just so classic. But it's just weird how nobody got them when they first came out. So is it like something where he made these movies that are just kind of a they just before their time or what? So well, well the, the the cruise does uh, the Outsiders, Risky Business, and all the right moves before Legends. So. But it is, it's so crazy to look at him in Legend, and then the, the next movie does is Top Gun. That's wild. Like, Top Gun was the thing he did after Legend. Yeah. Oh, my God. 85 is Legend, and then in 86 is, is Top Gun. That's bonkers. Wow. So we got to ask our resident uh, uh, elder on the show, have you heard of the next two movies he did, which are Someone Watch Over Me or Black Rain, Gov? Have we heard of these movies? I'm not familiar with either one of them. Okay. I'm, I'm familiar with both of them. Really? And I'm a year younger than him. So oh, well, I'm we should have We should have asked freaking Step Grandpa over <laughs> yeah. here. Um, yeah, no, Black Rain, that's with uh, Michael Douglas. 
Yeah, I always remember seeing that in the movie it is store. Michael Douglas. I, like, it's got a like very Bev's recognizable. Video Kingdom, yeah. The cover of like him on the motorcycle, looking yeah. kind of like yeah. kind of hard. Yeah. What What year did that movie come out? Eighty nine. Same year as the World Series between the Giants and the A's. So I want to say the world. I think I do remember it actually, but I didn't pay a lot of attention because I was in a truck bed full of the kids on the street. We, we would load up the giant, super long bed, like the, the my neighbor's cross street. Oh, the, oh, the giant green truck, and we yes. would load up that thing with coolers and chairs and go to the drive-in. Oh, sick! And it was oh, dope. Yeah. In series, and I think that was. I think and you, you'd always see the doubleheader, and I'm pretty sure that was one. And you saw we went, Black Rain. Uh, yeah, we Fuck saw all yeah. kinds of crazy movies out there. It was great. I remember my my drive-in story is always. I can't even remember what the movie was, but I remember I had to go to the bathroom, and my dad took me to the bathroom. We walked into the bathroom, and someone had just been stabbed in the bathroom, and oh, there was what? blood everywhere. And my dad grabbed me and fucking pulled me out of there, and we went back to the car. And I was like, "Dad, I still got to pee." And he was like, "We're not going back to the bathroom." Like the the last <laughs> movie I saw at the drive-in when like thing they were still a thing was Austin Powers two, like the the spy who shagged me. That's the last movie I remember. Kindergarten Cop was my with last Beyonce? movie. No, no, that's the Goldfinger one. Oh, uh, okay. This is the one with uh, uh, Heather Graham. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hank, drive-in guy? Never been in my life. I was Ooh. just going to say, I've never been to the drive-in. What? Oh, dude. I don't know how that's happened. You're like a prime drive-in age, too. I know, I know. That's I insane. I avoided it. I, I don't know. I don't know how that happened. So then we're going from Black Rain into Thelma and Louise. Again, a movie I did not know that he directed. 1492 Conquest of Paradise, a PG-13 movie about uh, Christopher Columbus. Like, what the fuck are we doing, Ridley? Mm -hmm. Uh, One of my personal favorites, if you want to talk about hot dudes shirtless, White Squall. Do we remember White Squall? I did not. Oh, my God. You don't remember that? They were all on a boat, fucking just like... The they were dude. like, hey, you want to wear a shirt? No, nah, I don't either. And they were like, let's go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was literally the plot. Uh, G.I. Jane, 1997. Good movie. Yeah. And then he took three years off and was just like, fuck it. Gladiator, kids. And just dropped Gladiator on the world. One best picture. And after that, decided to throw out a tiny stinker with Hannibal in 2001, which I didn't love that sequel. Yeah. And then we're going to go Black Hawk Down. Great. What great the movie. fuck? Black Hawk Down? One of the most, that was probably the most tense I've ever been in a theater. The entire movie. You're just freaking on edge the entire time. That's one of the few times I'd read the book before I watched the movie. Oh, yeah. And, and it, it it holds up pretty well, like, as okay. far as the movie goes. And, and I remember it was, like, the, the choice to use no-name actors for the most part, and uh, it was... Dude, crazy. No-name no name actors, but if you look at it now... Yeah, a lot of them went on to some pretty yeah, big stuff. It, it's a who's who as you're going through the movie. It's like, oh, shit, he's in this? He's in this? Like, fucking... Yeah. I don't even want to go through the list because it's boring. Do you think <laughs> after directing G.I. Jane, he felt any culpability for... Chris Rock getting slapped. Well, for sure. <laughs> definitely. Shit. That's so wild that Ridley Scott ended up getting he was, Chris Rock he was slapped the architect by he started the slap heard he around just, the world. He was like, Demi, we're going to shave your head. And he just pressed that first domino and it just fell. Hit the next one. Little did he know, 20 years later, Chris Rock was going to get slapped the fuck up. Genius. 
God damn, we are hella high right now. So then we're moving on to <laughs> Matchstick Men, which I, I never saw. People liked it. Uh, and then one of my favorites, Kingdom of Heaven, which was another amazing period piece. Is that Legolas that, in that? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fucking great. There's a director's cut out there that you can watch that is uh, like three hours long and fucking spectacular. Um, and then... We start to get a little little wonky with something called a good year with my dude Gerard and then American Gangster. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a good one. In 2007 with Denzel. With Denzel. Um, and then we start to get a little wonky again. Body of Lies, Robin Hood, Prometheus. Ah, I'm not a huge now, Prometheus Now, Prometheus is guy. supposed to be kind of a, a, adjacent to the Alien movies. It's like a prequel. Okay. Prometheus is a prequel to Alien. And uh, so, wait, Body of Lies, DiCaprio, Russell Crowe, and it was not good. I, I never saw it. I never saw it either. Uh, I, I, I hate to say, like, when you've got those two actors and that director, that it's not a good movie, but shit, maybe I need to go watch that. He and uses then Russell a lot in his movies. Yes, he does. Yeah. There's like four in a row. And, and then Barney, too, I notice, is in a lot of his movies. Like yeah. And then we're going to hit The Martian in 2015 with our boy Damon, one of, Nate's, one of Nate's actual favorites. When I left the theater of watching The Martian, I was like, that's one of the greatest films I've ever watched. Like I had kind of like the, the Forrest Gump effect you talked about. Like right. I, I really, truly, I was like, that's one of the, the most well-made films I've ever watched. And that, I actually have thoughts on that. That was going to be a question I was going to ask Ridley. Um, had to do with that movie. but uh, And I read the book before I watched the movie. And it, I didn't like my experience with the movie because I liked the book so much. Okay. So, and then House of Gucci, I didn't see. I apologize, Ridley, but The Last Duel. Did you guys see The Last Duel? No. I still want to watch that. You didn't watch it? Damon and Affleck. We just no watched, one has watched Air it? just recently. And, and we, Air sucked, right? And fucking uh, Last Duel is great. And it's got fucking uh, Adam Driver. Yeah, dude. My boy. My boy, Adam Driver. What about that meme I sent you the the other day where the guy's like <laughs> the, the Star Wars? Oh my god, that, that was the, one of the best SNL sketches. You were right. That is that's a classic. So fucking funny. Anyways, moral of the story is Ridley Scott does not care. miss much. Well, I'm gonna click right here on on his upcoming just to see what we've got going. He does have. I know that the big one is. They're talking about uh, uh, Gladiator Two has been. It's in post production. What? And he's doing a Napoleon movie that's coming out this year. Napoleon okay. Dynamite 2? No. Napoleon no, no, Dynamite no. 2. <laughs> Who plays Napoleon? John Hedder. <laughs> is it gonna be Joaquin? Yeah. It Dude, is. He's going back to sick. he's going back to his people. Yeah. I mean, come on. That's that's gonna be like they're already talking about this is gonna be an epic movie. And is Joaquin a diminutive guy? Like I think isn't uh, he seems kind of small. Really? I, I don't know. That's the let him loose. He's perfect for that role. Like think about. The oh no, I'm excited yeah. about that. That's going to be amazing. I'm just saying nobody can ever outdo Napoleon from uh, uh, from. Please say Bill and Ted's. <laughs> Bill and Ted's <laughs> excellent <laughs> adventure. <laughs> he is the best when he's bowling. He's just all fired up, like just all super pissed off, and and. Ziggy Piggy. Ziggy Piggy. He's, he's like, pay? <laughs> yes, pay. <laughs> mier, mier, mier. Yeah. Idiot. That's the best. That's how, Why didn't they just get that guy? Why didn't Danny DeVito ever play Napoleon? He would have been a perfect Napoleon. Because he already had his perfect Danny DeVito role when he played the Penguin. And oh, I yeah. don't care how many fucking, who's the British guy that played him recently, the Irish guy, what's his name? The fucking oh, uh, um, Colin Farrell. Yeah, I don't care. 
people loved Colin Farrell in that. Danny Vito was born to play that role. Guys well, got fucking fish fingers. Also, isn't there like knowledge that 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 uh, Napoleon was like five six? He wasn't really that that short. I mean, that, five, that sounds pretty tall. How many man. five six <laughs> <laughs> for that time? Apologies to our short kings out there. I don't know. Uh, anyways, so Ridley Scott killing it. What questions? What are we throwing out to Ridley Scott? Well, squat. What are, we, <laughs> what, are, what are we throwing out to Hank, our special guest? Hank, we haven't gotten your take on Gladiator. Can you lay us uh, lay on us what you thought about the movie, what you loved about it, what you hated about it? How do you feel about Roman sandals? How do you feel about incest? We'd like to hear all of your thoughts. <laughs> It was awesome movie. I mean, that weird sand thing they put in his shoulder at that one point in time. I don't know if you guys talked about that, but that was something that uh, I thought was always kind of weird. But the movie was epic. I remember that was a point in time I just graduated from high school. It's one of like the 1996 to night to 2003. So many good movies came out. And this Agreed, was yeah. mm-hmm. this was definitely cresting the top of those. Um, you could watch this on repeat over and over again. The the epic battle scenes. I think it was one of those first movies that came out with those sprawling opens up with this Roman battle scene in the forest against these guys who just have no idea what's going on. And, and a, a great, you know, leader, you know, gives you that speech beforehand, mm-hmm. um, writing in Elysium and, and just don't worry about it. You know, you're already dead. Um, I don't, I'm butchering it. There's they all start laughing. They all, yeah, they're <laughs> yeah. like, that's awesome. We're going to go die. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is going to be dope. But that's what's so cool. That's what's so cool about Maximus is like, he's so personable and you can tell he cares about his, his, soldiers and they and he's walking around just talking to him and like even after the battle just checking on him all that stuff they they like they try to stand up at one point he's like nah, i'm gonna sit down and you're and so he's like you can tell he's one of the boys and that just res- makes him respect him even more through the whole movie yeah. i mean even yeah. to the very end they were they were ready to you know mutiny for him right against the whole thing I, it was that movie was so well 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 put together i didn't really like all of the weird flashbacks to the stone wall um, yeah, like the subconscious or whatever that was, the dream state, um, and I, 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 you know, I get it. You do that once in a while, but he did that a lot. I came back. A lot, a lot. <laughs> he was he was doing quite a bit of hallucinating back to the uh, the old wheat fields and the stone walls, right? He was actually jerking it on all those scenes, and they just don't show him what he's actually doing. He's, he's just imagining his wife, and you know, <laughs> right. they nailed it though with the the vendetta part of it. Like you felt mm-hmm. it. Oh, the yeah. kids gone run all excited. My dad's coming home. He's running out, and then like just trampled the kid what just happened are you kidding me and like that shot of, of them actually hitting yeah. the horse hitting the kid the dummy yeah well, hopefully it was a dummy right. that was a great 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 stunt, stunt kid <laughs> and then they're like and then they like nailed the kid to a cross and freaking did all this crazy shit to him we don't really get to see it but yeah. like i think he was pretty dead after the fucking <laughs> no shit 18 horses trampled him and then they hung him and you yeah. could feel like the pain coming out of him as like his spits clinging to his wife's Dude, yeah. Like You're just like, yeah, that's just awful. You're going to just go for it. And in the amount of time he put into his like vendetta or, you know, getting vengeance. Awesome. Yeah. So enthralling. Truly epic, right? I mean, that's why the movie's two and a half hours. So you really understand how long it takes him to get his fucking comeuppance on right. uh, douchebag. Really believable. Like he was such a badass. Like he could have probably gone so through bad. all of those things, but probably not. I don't know. Like one of those, I don't know. If anybody could have done it, it would have been him. Yeah. Right. But I mean, we were talking earlier about like if we could ask Chat GPT, like what the odds of somebody having that many hand to hand combat yes. fights and like yes. could you actually, how, what are the odds of you winning over and over and over and over again without taking a lethal flesh wound? 
Yeah, especially since uh, Tigress of Gaul is like the only undefeated gladiator in history that he brings back to fight him. And, and he takes him out. And he takes him out pretty quick. easily. Yeah, it's not like it's a, a super. Even though I've, I do have one weird thing that always kind of bothered me, and it's and I think I saw it this time where, so he's got that face shield on, you know, and then at the end he kind of hits him with the shield in the face, but, but it's got that shield on. But then he throws the puts the axe into his foot, and then blood comes out of his mouth. And I always thought it was weird that he he. he Puts sinks that thing in his foot, and why is he bleeding out of his mouth? But I guess it's probably because just getting hit in the probably face. Probably busted some of his yeah. teeth, like so, I mean the the metal hit. Anyway, but yeah, yeah. I, for some reason when I first watched it, I was like, wait, he just stabbed his foot. Why is his mouth bleeding? But anyway, could have been the shield hit. I'll stop talking now. <laughs> <laughs> There's one thing that I and, and again I'm my I don't know why my dad's getting some some run in this pod, but because he's awesome. Yeah, he uh, uh, we watched a movie back in the day when I was a kid. It was called Zulu, and uh, it's about uh, British soldiers taking on mm-hmm. uh, thousands of Zulu warriors. Well, the Zulu warriors were intimidating as fuck because they would like hit their their spears on their shields and stuff and do these chants, and they would get all fired up. When they're about to fight the barbarians, and I'm uh, maybe I talked about this with my dad when we watched it the first time, but I don't remember either realizing it or not. But this time I was like, that's clearly when the barbarians are kind of doing their little chant, they straight up sampled straight from the movie Zulu, like the the exact, exact chant that they do. Really? So I, I don't know if that was just, it was probably an homage. I'm assuming it's like mm-hmm. the sound editors like, oh, let's just give a little homage to the, uh, to, that's, to the is that a, like another word for laziness, homage? Yeah. Okay. They're just Stealing like, French fruit. Yeah. They're just like, fuck, uh, we need to get some these barbarians saying some cool shit. Oh, fuck. I got this movie, Zoo. All right. Let's check it out. All right. So, anybody have a guess on Russell Crowe's height and weight? Ooh, like during this movie? Uh, well, we're just going to say in general. I mean, I know that he's kind of ballooned up and down, but there's a pretty so, consensus so, weight for him. So, peak. Peak. Yeah, like in shape, Russell Crowe going to be in a movie. 5'8, 180. I was gonna go five eight like one seventy, but that's about Go-off. right. Was this was this the when Russell Crowe was picked for the? Uh, I want to have the actor that's gonna fight for oh. me. Was was the fight, movie the fight fighting around the world? He did get picked. He got yeah, picked. He did get and picked. I think but we, I can't remember. He got picked by movie? the winning team. Yeah. Oh, I think we talked about this shit, didn't we? Yeah. I think so. And I think was he was Gladiator? Big, bigger than we thought. He got picked by me. He's five. Does anyone remember? Say five ten. Yeah, from Gladiator. I'm gonna say five ten. Uh, one ninety five. I'm thinking like five eleven. Like you're about to closer to two hundred. Are you about to say six? Well, he's, he has the answer. By consensus, he is six foot two oh one. Okay. Oh. Wow. And that's that's. I mean, I forgot okay. he plays he plays a fucking heavyweight boxer in Cinderella Man. I mean, he he does play a so, heavyweight boxer. So I am six foot and I've got fifteen pounds on this motherfucker. And I'm just wondering, like, no matter how good my sword skills are, I just don't feel like I'm killing 37,000 people in a row. Like, I, it, part of it, like, kind of takes me out of it because the movie makes him seem big. What have you done that since you were, like, eight, nine, ten years old you've been training? Well, I mean, I've been jerking it since I was eight, nine, ten years old, and I'm not the best jerker. You don't think you so? You know what I mean? I don't think so. I mean, for me, I am. Like a, you're not like a top ninety five percent. You like ninety fifth percentile. You're good for you. I mean, I'm good who's for your, me. Who's your number two? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I've seen. God Scott's damn, we moves. need now. We got to hold the jerk Olympics. 
I, I got it. Okay, somebody has held a jerk Olympics before, right? We can, in, in, the, the, in the history of humanity, people have done this. Correct? A jerk Olympics for yeah. sure. What would the what would the games be like? Distance, distance volume, volume. Uh, Wait, fucking jackass did this. They they did a, a jerk Olympics. They they oh, really? measured their sperm count, and I think it was like how much <laughs> and stuff like that. They weighed it. There was there was a. They were just, I think, just measuring their loads, though. But I'm hundred percent sure. I, I I watched an '80s porn like on VHS that was where they had a, a kind of like this, like Ron Jeremy <laughs> was like beat the beat the cock versus beat the clock and all these different things. Like it's out there somewhere. Okay, no, that's a search for later. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody has any old VHSs they want to send into uh, Bev's Video Kingdom uh, at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyways, back to my point. Russell Crowe. I mean, I feel like Gov could beat up Russell Crowe. I, I, you don't uh, think so? Well, Russell, well, okay, so we're talking like... We're talking about a 200-pound... Right now. A 200-pound, six-foot Australian man that came in here slightly drunk... And uh, Gov and Hank were so, like, so he's I feel a like smaller, he's been, I, older version of me. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna say I, I feel like he's been in more drunken fights than any of us, though. Yeah. Oh, for oh, yeah. sure, he's, he's a for sure. Yeah. So we're just saying we got to fight him sober. I'm just saying he's he he knows how to fight. He knows how to fight. And I'm not saying that that has any bearings on on Maximus as a character, but. Russell Crowe is a dude. Like, yeah, it'd be a tough fight. I'm just saying, there's got to be a. There's got to be. He got a, drafted. There's got to be a Brock Lesnar like in the Roman times that they were like. People all right, were smaller back then. Put Brock Lesnar out there. Oh, I guess you're right. Like less hormones in the beef and shit. Yeah, I'm not overly confident, but I'm not side, like the going guy. into hiding either. You know what I mean? The Say big, what? The big guy was kind of on his side. Like that was his buddy. The, the the one really, the really big guy, yeah, he for sure. Give him the business. If the, they would have gotten one on one, those two guys, that would have been trouble. I kind of agree. The he guy that kind of just like wound. beats the shit out of him with the sword, like right in front yeah. of him, he's just like standing yeah. there taking Slaps it. Slaps it on the side. Although of that kind of psychological warfare, when you just sit there and fucking take it a couple yeah. of times, and he then also never like, he never scrapped the Juba, and Juba was pretty badass too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wonder how much direction he gave Joaquin Phoenix in this movie. Like, what do you think? Like, if he's telling him, like, I don't hate you enough, like, be more smarmy. I, th- I think we've seen enough of Joaquin Phoenix's work over the years that he probably didn't need a lot of. I don't think so. Yeah. But he's, he's pretty so new at this good. point. I wonder how much Ridley, like, influenced him. I heard his speech where he was doing, am I not merciful? There was a line was only for the one time. And the second time he yelled it, like, he ad-libbed that part, which I thought was okay. But yeah. he was he was off the rails in this movie. Oh, he's fucking a, great in a great way. Yeah, a hundred percent. What else we got? Well, I'm going to talk to Ridley about The Martian. Okay, you're upset because it wasn't scientifically accurate enough for you. No, I want to know whose idea was it to change the ending. Which could, was what? Where he, he lives did, off he, his own poop? No, he where he does the Iron Man like floaty push like whether he does the thing and he's flying oh, around right. and stuff, whatever. Because that didn't really happen in the book, and it just irritated me so. So much. in the book, his rocket goes up correctly, and they capture they catch him very easily. No, it's 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 a challenge. There's a lot of other shit that happens, and then um, but he he talks about doing the Iron Man thing, and they say you're an idiot, don't do it, it won't work, and they talk him out of it. But then they do it in the movie because mm. it's it, extra hint scientifically. Of excitement. It, it I mean they added some excitement. Okay, fine, whatever. But it was just kind of stupid, and I was just kind of irritated when that happened then they had um was it jessica chastain she's the one that saved him and that didn't happen either so anyway well the book's also fictional i know 
but the book was better. <laughs> it was official. But it, but it didn't make sense because she was the ca- she was the captain and 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 she in the commander of the ship or whatever. There's no way that she would put herself she, she in didn't danger. Trust anybody? They else had a guy for that job, and and he that was his job. And that's the guy who saved him in the book. I thought you were going to say that it didn't make sense. She was the commander because she was a woman. <laughs> no. I thought for sure that, that was that was the that. undercurrent. <laughs> <laughs> this is not realistic. <clears throat> anyway, I just want to know if it was his idea or the screenwriters or whatever, and tell him that he's stupid. I like your other movies. <laughs> I like all of the movies. Respectfully. <laughs> Respectfully. Oh, fuck. Can, can we also talk about the fact that Joaquin used to go by Leaf Phoenix? What? Oh, I think I remember that. And then he changed it to Joaquin? Yeah, Joaquin after Joaquin. <laughs> Um Yeah, so all his like earlier roles, so I'm looking at, he was in Space Camp, he was in Rusky, uh, Ruskies, he was in um, Parenthood, he was like the, the, the kid, he's Leaf Phoenix. Really? <laughs> Remind me, how did River Phoenix die? That was his younger brother, right? The Viper so Room. Heroin overdose, I think right? a, either Speedball or something like that. Yeah, I think when it was... He was Super young? Am I wrong? Oh boy! And I forgot. There's a there's definitely some A list celebrities that were there with him that yeah. night. He was BFFs with Keanu. I don't know if Keanu was there that night. No, Keanu would never be in that position. Because River was in Last Crusade, right? That was the young Indiana Jones. Yes, yes, uh, he yep. was. Stand by Which me. Isn't that old? Like that doesn't seem that long ago. I mean, twenty three when he died. Yeah, that's young. That's young as fuck. Yeah, I was listening to an audiobook. Uh, Scott Ian from Anthrax was actually outside that club, and Christina Applegate was there. And because Scott Ian and Anthrax was in a a Married with Children episode. Oh, right. And so she she saw him and came running up to him and was like, Oh my God, he's dead. He's dead. He's dead. He's like, Who's dead? So she saw when it all happened and stuff. Wow. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, drug overdose outside the notorious Viper Room in Hollywood, and then and then Joe Quinn was like, "I gotta fucking pick up the mantle here. I gotta keep the name going." So he changed his name to Joe Quinn from Leaf. <laughs> That's interesting because that makes sense though. If you name your first kid River, your second kid's obviously gonna be named something like fucking Leaf. Leaf, right? Well, there's there's like, multiple. Uh, yeah, he has. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> he has other brothers and sisters too. Yeah. Like, do they have their names listed for his rap name, or was it still Joaquin? One of them is named Timber. There's Rain, Summer, Liberty, and uh, Jodine. Wow, Jodine, (laughs) Jodine, Jodine. Yeah, but but Jodine has a last a different last name. Jodine Bottom. (laughs) Interesting. Tops. It keeps getting better. What else you got? Uh, (laughs) His parents weren't hippies. They got out of that hippie phase by the time they had Jodine Bottom. <laughs> so he actually wasn't rock. okay. So he was originally Joaquin, but then he changed his name to Leaf to match his like the earth, the earthier monikers of River and Rain. Oh, okay. And then I guess once he decided, he just went back. I don't know. I really like pronouncing it Joaquin. Joaquin. <laughs> That's my new favorite way to pronounce that. All right, should we get this guy out of here? I got nothing else to say to him. Yeah. Bye, Ridley. I hope Gladiator 2 is cool. I really just don't think it will be. How could it be cool? cool. Who's going to star in it? The whole movie's a flashback. Oh, (laughs) the whole movie? He's like touching wheat and like standing next to a brick wall? (laughs) 
We get to see him get laid. Oh, he's um, ready. Um, 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 let's see. Gladiator 2. Looks like we have... The fuck is it that? better be like Timothy Chalamet killing a hell of people. Uh, Denzel Washington. Shut the fuck up. That's what I see here. I am going to fight Ridley Scott. What is happening right now? <laughs> um, yeah, that's like, in other than that, Barry Keoghan. Denzel's 65 years old. What is Paul happening? Paul Mescal are the only listed cast for this movie. He's going to be the Jobin telling old stories. <laughs> Jobin. Oh, Jobin. <laughs> I, think, I think it was Jobin. Jobin. Um, I didn't want to say Jobu. Jobu. I don't think that's correct. It's uh, <laughs> Juba. 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 <laughs> Sorry, Jobin. Way Jobin. Off. <laughs> I was way off. All right. Bye, oh, Ridley. I, I, okay, one last thing. Oh, that, that is kind Ridley, of come back. Ridley. The fact that Oliver Reed, who plays Proximo, mm. That dude, I guess he told Ridley Scott he's not going to drink uh, uh, for the for the shoot because I guess he was notoriously like kind of a angry, oh, wild drunk. And then he only drank on the weekends instead. And there was like at some bar that they were at, there was like a soccer team that came into the bar, and he said, "Fucking, we're playing some drinking games and shit." Passes out and dies in the middle of the shoot. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. I did not before know the movie yeah. was over. Fucking Oliver Reed. So they actually had to CGI his face on like somebody else's body, at, like towards some of the last scenes because, uh, yeah, dude fucking died. And I guess he was like aggressively mean and like didn't get along with Russell Crowe. <laughs> <laughs> sounds sounds like wild. Russell Crowe's like easy not to get along with from the stories that uh, that people tell. Yeah, about him fighting around the world. <laughs> when when he he and Tugga are hanging out, Tugga, <laughs> <laughs> just some bad shit's gonna go down. <laughs> He gets aggressive. All right. Thanks, Ridley. We'll be back. Welcome to Haven't Seen It, a movie podcast hosted by Tim Sestito and Tommy Tevenet. One of these hosts hasn't seen the movie, and they're going to talk about it. Expect great insight. Tim's really testing my commitment to the podcast by making me watch The Godfather. Witty banter. Uh, I like Robocop shooting dicks, I guess. And lots of laughs. Haven't Seen It. Available on Apple, Spotify, and all other major podcast platforms. Bev's Video Kingdom is brought to you by Glad Max's Wheat. Hi, I'm Maximus Decimus Meridius, but you can call me Max. Before I became the greatest gladiator in Rome, I was a proud local farmer here in good old España ever since I was a little nino. I know I don't sound very Spanish, but trust me, I am. Anyway, I used to harvest my wheat every season, take it to the market, get the same price that everybody else did. You see, I grew the same wheat, with the same seed, same process, same everything. But then, thanks to the spoiled, entitled, power-hungry, incestuous, hair-lipped motherfucker named Commodus, I discovered a new way to make my wheat. Smoke it! That's right! With just the right amount of charred horse, pig, servant, family, I can bring out the richest flavors you've ever experienced. And every loaf of bread you make will make you feel like Caesar himself. So buy some Glad Max's wheat today, or I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, family. This, this one tastes like charred horse. <laughs> you taste the, uh, the hoof. You can really taste my wife's heel. Is it a one-night stand? Or do you throw them to the lions or take them home to mom and dad? It's like, fuck, marry or kill. It's Shaq's that body bag. Doom, doom.
Oh my God! Live in studio, uh, Scott. Wow, back. live performance. I didn't see too many lines in this movies, but you know, whatever. I I had there's to- a literally in the movie they say he's gonna they'll feed you to the lions. The, his his buddy that that saves him. So okay. be careful though. If you do the lions, they're worth more than you are. They yes, that's some. true. He does say that. <laughs> Goddamn lions. Don't let Brad fucking rain on that beautiful. No, I was just, I gotta friend. give shit. Of course, that's the fucking point of this podcast, right? <laughs> Literally the whole point. I thought yes. the point was me winning drafts. People were oh, like, boy. people were like, oh, you could do a movie podcast. I'm like, no, we just make fun of our friends. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Scotchback live in studio. I couldn't help myself but try and harmonize on the fuck part because I just wanted to hit the fuck fuck. Yes, exactly. It's <laughs> my favorite part of that song. Welcome back. We are here. We are shag, snag, body bagging, Roman style. And uh, I guess we'll throw it straight over to Scotty and we'll find out what Scott is going to shag from this movie. I I wanted to go keep away from the obvious and I'm pretty sure somebody else will probably will get to it. I'm going to go with just that battle scene. The raw, realistic, the mud, the landscape. The first one the, against the, 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 the major battle that starts this the whole The Germanians. Uh, yeah, dude. That, that battle was brutal. The mud flying everywhere. The blood going everywhere. Um, the I, dog. The dog. Yeah. I, <laughs> that was what was crazy, man. That It's like I'd never seen that in a movie, and that dog's just biting dudes and just oh so great when i first saw it i thought for sure it was going to be like a buddy dog buddy cop like uh comedy right like a uh, turner and hooch style <laughs> it was just gonna be maximus and that fucking german shepherd <laughs> maximus and hooch. <laughs> it could have been the early version of john Wick. i was just about to say if the dog yeah. got killed he's like fuck i'm uh, i'm gonna go avenge this dog yeah dude um speech speaking of john wick in the third movie i think he ends up like having a dog that fucking him and Halle Berry both have dogs and like, it's awesome. They, they are do they, do the they com- un- on the com in the combat. Yeah, do they the unleash hell? They unleash hell. Nice. So that's what they're supposed to do. Brad. <laughs> Shagging. Um, I, I, c- c- hang on really quickly. That scene is so badass. I will say that like, yeah. that's a great shag. I think that that's a lot of people's favorite like battle scene from this movie. Cause it's the only really like sort of like, big open epic like right. war scene from the movie but like them shooting like like the catapults and like those big old clay jars of yes. tar and like the fire just going everywhere it's just so crazy the I, tactics they used is very very cool i will say my only like my only nitpick from that scene is they do it a lot in this style of movie but there's a lot of like, it looks like they barely touch people and they kill them. Like they're, you know yeah. what I mean? They're like, he's kind of like swinging at somebody and it kind of just like drags across their obviously like armored chest and they're dead and they just like <laughs> yeah. go down and die. <laughs> like I, I, I feel like in a, in a real battle in that way, I feel like there'd be a lot more like people like being a lot harder to kill. Yeah. The, there, there is one kill that's badass that I love is the one where the guy's like kind of up against the tree and he goes riding by and he takes a sword and he, Cuts his head off and the sword sticks in the tree. And then he grabs the other sword out. That's pretty bad. That was pretty badass. Good shit. All right. My snag is is of course it's it's pretty obvious. It's my name is Maximus Decimus Meridius, commander of the armies of the north, general of the Felix Legions, and loyal servant to the true Emperor Marcus Aurelius, father to a murdered son, husband to a murdered wife, and I will have my vengeance in this life or the next. 
just such a fucking good yeah. line and it's just it's badass you just you're just so fired up at that point when he like reveals himself and like he's like you don't turn your back on me and he's yeah. like you don't want to see what's coming at you and then all of a sudden he reveals and, himself you know and phoenix joaquin phoenix just his face just dropping when he sees who it is and knowing oh my gosh and those just the way that that whole scene was constructed was so so brilliant Okay, and, and this is just—I'm I'm getting into like kind of an, a little problem that I didn't mention earlier. It's just the the idea that once he like was revealed, he seemed like he was so loved as a soldier. How come like his whole army's not like fuck this? We're 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 rampaging to get him back because this dude did nothing wrong. He's like the coolest person because we don't ever hear what he's really arrested for or exiled for or. I mean, possibly murdered for. So it's because he did, he, did they spread like, oh, dude, he was. They, they must have spread rumors for sure. Like they he, had to have, right? But I mean, they said they. I mean, he just kind of disappears, and no one's like, "What happened to?" Well, Maxim? so so the whole the whole point of of he was supposed to take over, and he was supposed to be the the, the new, you know, yeah, the new emperor or whatever. Yeah. And, and he was so give it back to the Senate. But then when after Commodus killed his father, he says, "Are you with me?" And he said, "No." So they probably said that he was a deserter take my hand maximus i will not offer it yeah. again so probably, that's probably what they told the, the well the, the, so the story is that the, the dad just happened to die and that oh uh, right. so there's no of course nobody knows about the whole knowledge that right. he was supposed to take her yeah, yeah. i guess whatever that's another like body bag for me is that like if you suffocate someone like that against your freaking robes like he was gonna have so much like bruising and like weird shit going on on his face like <laughs> yeah. there's no way <laughs> maximus is over there like rubbing his cheeks and shit like trying to see what's up okay. and fucking he would have known like, i mean he, you know, like, he knew what, when you when you wake up in the morning, you got kind of like that pillow mark on the side of your yeah, face. You would have, have some dried, hat on, dried cum in your eyelashes and well, shit. And you're like, <laughs> I, have, you, have you guys? You guys have never watched any episodes of of, of CSI Rome? Yeah, CSI Rome. <laughs> They're not great at their jobs. Speaking of uh, which, I was, a drunk guy that comes in and says, "Ah, oh, he's dead." <laughs> I, I I don't know if anybody's gonna. We can cut this if anybody's gonna bring it up on uh, on. Uh, the fucking streaming recommendations, but did anybody watch Rome, the show on HBO back in the day? Day no, no. HBO, one of their first really big like b- big blockbuster shows. Yeah, hey, do you remember it? Did you I, watch I never it? Watched it? Oh, it was good. I remember it being good. It was it was uh sort of did not have the epic like budget of uh of Gladiator, but it was it was really fucking cool. I thought if I'm shagging if I'm shagging something from this movie so i have to say that line every time I, every time i always say if i'm shagging something <laughs> yeah. from this movie you, you could trademark that and put it on a shirt yeah, yeah yeah so uh if i'm shagging something from this movie it's for sure without a doubt gonna be joaquin phoenix's hair lip uh i think no it's it's joaquin phoenix he's <laughs> fucking just such a killer and just so amazing in this he makes you hate him like very few movie villains do and i love him for that He's a great actor, but in this, he just evokes so much emotion for me where I'm just like, I fucking hate you so much. You die. I hate you. Yeah, even yeah. even on the next watch, it's like when you know he's going to die, you're still just, you motherfucker. Like, yeah. you, just, you get angry at him when he, he's when he, so good at that. What's the line, Scott, that he tells him when he tells uh, he tells Maximus about his kid like squealing and shit and yeah. his wife getting raped and all my, that? My men tell me. For, so he's like, my men told me your son squealed like a girl when they nailed him to the cross. Well, I don't know if it's like a girl squealed like something. Yeah, either and, way. And then 
and your your wife moaned like a whore yeah, when they ravaged her. Wife moaned like over a and they over. Yeah. yeah, I mean, dude, that is just ugh, gives me goosebumps. It's so disgusting. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I fucking love that dude. He's it's fantastic. So great. If if in order to make you feel hatred like that, you have to be an amazing actor. So we're gonna go with Joaquin. We may hear from him again at some point. But if we are going to shag, uh, snag something from this movie, Brad, what are we snagging? Uh, my snag is, and I, I love this about this movie, is that when Maximus fights Commodus, Maximus fucks him up. Like it's it's not even like a, a, a fight. Like it's not like they they could have filmed it where like Commodus like does like like the like the kind of like the cheap uh, heel in WWE where like they throw some dirt in his eye or something like kind of like distract him where like I mean he does stab him obviously before their fight right. but once the fight actually happens, Commodus basically just runs through him. Like I mean just fucks him up, and so it's like Maximus. You- what did I say? You said Commodus. Right. Maximus fucks up Commodus, right. just destroys him. So it's like, that's, that's, I As lo- he should. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I love that they did even that wounded. Yeah. Like, even wounded. Yeah. He still kicked the shit out of this dude. Who's obviously trained. I mean, he's, yeah, he, yeah com- but you see where he's training and he's like, they got like these choreographed moves where they're like, you're going to go yeah. here. You're going to go here. And then they're like, okay, do it fast. And then he feels all badass. It's like the McDojo type thing where it's like, he's kind of but versus somebody who's actually been training like, like right. legit exactly. MMA where they're actually like in a ring and doing some real shit. Like, well, One of my my favorite lines early in the movie that lets you know exactly what kind of a poser he is, is, have I missed the battle? Yeah. yeah. He's like, you you missed missed the war. war. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, what did you call it? A McDojo type fucking scene? Dude, it's like that kid in seventh grade that fucking is like, I do Taekwondo. And then he starts fucking around with a kid that's like on the wrestling team and just gets absolutely destroyed. And it's like, yeah, that Taekwondo is doing a lot for you. Um, It was like if Daniel's son would have like fucked around with like, he's fighting Johnny and all these pussies from the karate team. If he would have fucked around with one kid that wrestled at like 129 or something like that, (laughs) he would have just got absolutely fucking destroyed. Um, Scotty. What are we shagging? Um, I'm going to snag, um, since we're going to snag, snag. Not shagging. Shut up. Snag. Uh, Russell Crowe and his snotty crying. Oh, love it. Oh, man. That scene is so well done. You, the pain he, he exerts in that scene where he's grabbing onto his wife's charred foot. Yeah. And the snot is coming down his nose and, and the drool. Just so, so is that, realistic. Is that what happened? I, I fast forwarded. Of course you fucking did. <laughs> no, I didn't fast forward that. I knew the emotional moments. I Brad's stayed like, for the emotional moments. I was like, Joaquin Phoenix was a bad guy? Fields? I'm like, why would I look at Fields? But when he's grabbing the charred foot, of course, oh, I'm, man. I'm, I'm feeling that. Just so intense. And that just makes you feel all the, the, the ache, that the pain that was caused by this woman he loves and how she was just brutally murdered and just sets the stage for the vengeance so beautifully. It just, it lets you know how much he has lost. There's definitely something to be said for like snot as a story device or like if you want to like really show that somebody is like uncontrollably sobbing, throw a fucking snot bubble in there. And it's like, it's hard to look cool with snot coming out of your nose. (laughs) Snot bubbles. (laughs) It's really fucking hard, right? It's true. Yeah. So, snagging yeah we're snagging so i'm just gonna snag period pieces and when i say that i mean like rolling hills from uh, tampon commercials i mean i (laughs) no yeah period pieces i fucking (laughs) it was a great joke that didn't get enough love nobody fucking liked my period joke all right i'm still laughing i like period movies (laughs) 
movies about <laughs> certain time periods. Um, no, seriously, like I just fucking love all the shit where it's like you just soak them up. Well, dude, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Brad. Continuing that. I try to watch one once a month. <laughs> Oh no. I watched God. Crimson Tide the other day. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite periods. Um, we are the dumbest. <laughs> <laughs> we found our promo. Oh. <laughs> so I love period pieces. I love, love, love maybe a little bit before this, like sort of medieval shit, like fucking uh, Kingdom of Heaven and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I love a good no guns period. You know what I mean? Like when, right. when you find a time where no one's got a machine gun and you have to hand to hand combat, like maybe there's some bow and arrows and stuff, but uh, man, I just love it. Yeah. So they, they really flow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that segues us into body bag. (laughs) (laughs) So body bag, I'll go first. Go for it. My body bag is something that I'm not sure if it was brought on by this movie or a movie before this, but there's a thing that women do where they wear these Roman sandals, the like flat sandals with like some sort of weird, like strappy things on top of it. All women know exactly what I'm talking about hate these shoes especially when they come up on like the ankle and have like some straps that go up on the ankle i hate them i hate them i hate them i hate them i don't even think that makes me misogynist if it does brad let's take this out let's ask <laughs> chat gpt if this I think makes you're just me saying you hate a particular fashion piece i like, do i, I just there's anything do to say not, wrong I, I do a lot of talking about like women's fashion movies that I love. This is one thing that I hate. And that is the Roman sandal sort of like gladiator sandal style. God, I fucking hate it. So, you know, even with a nice, like long flowing white robe, it just, no, the robe I'm in and I like flats. It's just something about like the straps going up the ankle that I'm out on. I just do not dig it. So call me crazy, but that's my fucking, <laughs> I feel like movies like this really like pushed that style and people were like, oh yeah, these are cool. Cause fucking, you know, Lucilla wore them in the fucking movie, but I'm out on it. What well, I think my body bag is probably is like, you know, I mean, kind of arbitrary as yours because <laughs> mine is uh maggots. Just oh. the idea of, of maggots crawling on my wound. That's like, I, I'm not, I'm not a big, I, I could give a shit about bugs. Like I'm, I'm, my wife calls me in to kill whatever's in our house. And, and I what don't, if she called you in to kill some maggots. I see you'd that, be like, bitch, you're on your own. Like <laughs> you better figure this out. Like get a can of raid. I don't know what kills these things, but you better find out. Cause I just maggots and it's so stupid because they're just, they're just larva of flies. It's not like, uh-huh. a, but there's something I think we're just kind of, you grow up with where it's like they, they're associated with garbage and rot and doo doo poop and poop. And yeah. yeah, like it's just, there, there's something so gross Dead about animals. them. So it's Ma- like maggots, Michael. You're eating maggots. You're eating maggots. I think that Lost Boys probably fucked Lost me up. I think that's what up. it was. I think that's exactly what it was. So yeah, maggots just when when they're crawling in his his flesh, I'm just like that's not good. Brad, I don't like that at all. My wife's a nurse, and at the hospital, they have a person that does wound care, oh, and they will go 
and bring out the maggots that they keep at the hospital. They're and the put best. them in your yep. fucking yeah, wound to eat and that they infection. Will eat the necrotic flesh. It is when she told me that I was like, wait, what? <laughs> You're like, wait, 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 what, <laughs> what year are we in? Years. What period pizza are you guys? And practicing? she was just like, no, it's like super. <laughs> they're like super effective. That is fucking insane. They just keep a, their own horde of maggots at the fucking hospital. Uh, are they, they called? Are they fucking, called maggot wrangler? I, I mean, I guess that's probably what they're called. The, ma- <laughs> the maggoteer. <laughs> medical grade maggots gump you maggot (laughs) Uh, yeah so i i don't know i just i don't like maggots and i don't like whenever they're shown in movies they're just like kind of all crawling around on the top of each other it's just what maggots do i know whenever they're shown in anything they're kind of crawling or if you've ever opened like a a garbage can and seen just a bunch of maggots it's just gross that's that's the one thing that sticks me out so yeah all right i like that so six, yeah, you know, you're, you you're sandals and I'm maggots. So. It's kind of the same thing. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. If we, if I see a chick with Roman sandals on them, they may as well have maggots rolling all over the feet. <laughs> Let's talk about incest. Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> Good transition. My body bag. My body bag is incest not being as abnormal entertainment these days. Oh yeah. Because yeah. It's, of, it seems like it's fucking everywhere. And it's like porno. kind of normal. Well, it's like it's in the, the the Game of Thrones, like the new Game of Thrones. Um, so incest not being as taboo as you would like it I, 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 anymore. It seems like because I remember when the here's my point. So basically, <laughs> when this movie came out, I remember that being so fucking crazy. Yeah, it was super scandalous, right? It was crazy that he was trying to seduce his sister, but now it's like it, it's kind of it's it's in Game of Thrones. It's in like all these different. You know, it, it, like as a normal thing, where it's like their House of Dragons, where they're like, you know, swapping each other and all that stuff. And back then, it was scandalous. It was great, and we were talking about it and like, oh my gosh. But now it's just kind of like whatever. I think it's still, oh, it's still gross. And I think it's just basically at- saying that back in those days, I mean, there was a lot of cousin and 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 blood relative fucking going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah and, and and I know it's a real thing. They used to keep those bloodlines pure, as they would say right which but uh i don't know it just seems like i don't think it's it acceptable i don't think anybody's right. like hey you know it's kind of cool like if they're fucking their cousins i agree and, I mean, with scott should... though that it's less shocking now when you watch it because right. you're like i just jerked off to eight videos with the same plot line right they're <laughs> <laughs> uh, like step yeah. sis what are you are you stuck in the dryer uh, <laughs> did you do that again <laughs> Here, let me help you out. Zip. <laughs> See, but I, I think part of that though is like all those things now instantly become memes, right? And and you see them a ton, and people are like, "Oh, that's that's a joke. That's funny. Ha ha." Yeah, it's not shocking at all. Like I was, yeah. I was scrolling Twitter the other day, and it was like some shit post like picture, and it was, it's because it was some news story a few weeks ago about some girl got arrested like filming herself having sex with her dog in front of a church or something oh wow and and everyone's like oh that's kind of shocking and now there's all these memes and and now you see it all and you're like oh that again no big deal yeah the memes kind of desensitize it everyone was like what type of dog was it it doesn't even say (laughs) (laughs) oh no i want to know so did he come or what yeah because if it was a doodle it's like (laughs) of course Oh. Like style. Yeah, so <laughs> thanks for uh, derailing the pod. Uh, what? Your fucking incest talk. I'm just disgusting. Dude. We hadn't talked about the incest. It was. It so was are shocking. we on a body bag yet? Because that was that was Scott's <laughs> that was snag. body bag. That was Scott's snag. snag. Yeah. My, I'm snagging incest. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, oh, I wish I had that button. Where's Tim Beck when we need him? 
all this incest talk. All right. <laughs> so should we move on to a different category? I can't remember what's next. <laughs> <laughs> I can play the song and help you out. Drink it with the director. No, no. Should we, we we figure it out? A while ago. Uh, this is good pod. Uh, streaming recommendations. How about that? Crackle, Pluto, HBO, Bananame on Crunchyroll, Peacock, Hulu, Disney, Netflix, Doobie, Sling TV, Shutter, Shutter, Boobo. What the fuck is Boobo? I'm sure it'll cause a sensation. It's a streaming recommendation. So here on Buzz Video Kingdom, we like to recommend movies that, uh, like, if this was part of Gladiator, this would be the part that Brad would skip forward for and fucking skip over. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got all the red meat. I just left the uh, the scenery out. Okay, okay. Look at the fucking cool scenery. I am going to start us off with streaming recommendations. Now, this is sort of a three-way, if you will, recommendation. It's only one show, but oh my God, is it just fucking great for so many reasons. So this show is called Spartacus, and it was on Stars. And I don't know if anybody actually watched it when it's out, but it's streaming now. There was two seasons. So what happened is the first season came out, and the main character, who my wife was like in love with, thought it was like the hottest dude on the planet, he got cancer and fucking died. Oh, shit. And then they recast him with a dude that was like pretty similarly looking, like not not an exact copy, obviously, but did it did a pretty good job and they did a season two. And then they ended up doing like a season three and four of like some weird sort of offshoot stuff. But the first two seasons of Spartacus on Stars, you guys, first of all, I recommended this to so many people when it was out because the women are absolutely stunningly beautiful. The men, absolutely stunningly beautiful. Um, and is there is incest. An in, but it's just literally because <laughs> if not, I'm out. No, but seriously, like there's just an insane amount of sex. The violence is. You guys remember that 300 movie with the, my boy Gerard? So it, the violence is very much in the 300 vein, where there's like you, you cut somebody in like big splatters of blood and like yeah. super kind of ridiculous, but sort of realistic. I remember seeing a lot of promos for this, yeah. dude. It's so good, and the freaking there's like very like insane sex scenes insane <laughs> fighting scenes but it was so good because it was the perfect i remember we recommended it to a buddy of ours who i won't say his name and he was like came back to me and was like thank you so much for that show and i was like why was i jerked like, off so much he's like every time that we watch it my wife wants to have sex about halfway through every episode wow. and i was like really and she's like yeah she loves the main guy and i was like dude fucking he's great and freaking anyways it's Really, uh, just not even super campy, but it's a story of Spartacus. Similar thing: his wife is killed. He gets he goes into um, slavery, becomes a becomes a warrior, and eventually tries to overthrow the fucking guy that's keeping him in uh, in doing gladiator work. But it is just so good. So check it out. Watch it with your wife. Watch it with your boyfriend. Whatever it is, you'll like it. I'm, I'm not... This is not my streaming recommendation, but there's also the uh, uh, four Academy Award winning film, Spartacus, which was Stanley Kubrick, uh, Kubrick's one of his first uh, earlier films. 
um, with, you know, Kirk Douglas and Lawrence Olivier. It's got some some well-known actors in it. I've seen Clueless, bro. I know what it is. <laughs> Sporadicus. Sporadicus. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, that was based off of that, uh, the, the history of, of the idea that this guy was the... I'm famous Spock. warrior. So yeah, actually we, we didn't, we didn't really mention that yet. The, the fact that, that gladiator, I mean, kind of bites the story a little bit. I mean, it's, it's a lot bit. Yeah. So his name's Maximus, not Spartacus. It's totally different. <laughs> I just remember in the Spartacus movie. I, again, uh, I didn't mention, but so my dad liked the board games and stuff, but we watched, uh, uh, Spartacus and then Ben Hur. Ben Hur had like the chariot races, and it's ben famous Hur's, for like yeah. one of the stunt double, uh, the stunt uh, actors getting trampled and killed by a horse. Uh, but but Spartacus, when he's fighting the guy that has the net and like the trident and stuff, yeah. I thought that was cool. I was like, dude, he's got a net and a trident. Like, why did he decide to bring that? There's literally a guy with a net and a trident in freaking uh, Gladiator. Was, yeah. Was uh, was yeah. there? Yeah, yeah they threw. Yep. You probably fast forwarded, but they threw. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I know. Yeah, they did. Net that, they did net that one dude. That's right. I do remember that. Okay, um, my bad. Yeah, that, that Ben Hur. Um, not only did that guy die, but they actually left it in the film. Uh, the the wife said that's what he would want, and so you actually see a guy die in Ben Hur, but you don't know which one it is because there's a lot of brutal yeah. crashes. That chariot race is insane. If you haven't seen Ben Hur from back in the day, at least watch that chariot scene because. It's awesome. This is back when like there was no, there was no uh, CGI ASPC or whatever they're called. Like oh, the, yeah. the, the animal protection society, like that shit was not going down. There's like, fuck it. We're going to do this and just put a rope in front of those horses. They'll trip yeah. over it. Yeah. <laughs> Gup saw it in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> that's two. I think that's two. two old jokes. It's so great. Cause I'm usually the target. I'm like <laughs> sitting here going, yeah, you would still be, but I found out that Gup was older than you and it fucking right. made me so happy. <laughs> Uh, my streaming recommendation actually is uh, just kind of like going on the the, the vengeance idea. Uh, one of my favorite movies from when I was uh, high school and into to now is uh, Leon the Professional, and oh. it's not streaming. Unfortunately, you can rent it, but uh, uh, talk about vengeance. It's a, a girl who uh, her family's killed, but she mainly mainly cares about her little brother. And uh, she wants to get vengeance, and she goes through a, a hitman, and the coolest hitman maybe ever, yeah, uh, Leon. One so. of the most uncomfortable and relationships of, yeah. between two people. Yeah, and oh man, Scott's into uh, incest, and <laughs> and this one unfortunately has a little no, bit of hints of not of pedophilia, but it, it doesn't ever go there. <laughs> if you can, you can look into that if you want to, but you can also say this is just a guy who he's taking care of a kid. He, I don't right. think there's, she might have a crush on him That's as right. little kids can do to like somebody who's older, but I don't think he ever has any feelings. Well, for it's her. the same as man, like man on fire with Denzel and uh, Dakota Fanning, you know, yeah. like she's totally crushing on him, of course, but it's, it's kind of weird to watch, right. but yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that's Denzel. Bro. I know. Right. <laughs> We're talking about genre. No. <laughs> a little different. <laughs> Um, so my, yeah, my streaming wreck, a little obvious, but, uh, I'm going to go back to, uh, Braveheart, you know, just, I love that fucking movie. If you like epic battles, sword fights, story of ultimate revenge, you know, avenging his family, his wife, um, you know, just the, the, I remember just watching those battle scenes in the theater and just couldn't fucking believe what I was watching. It was so crazy. I mean, you hate Commodus, but how much do you hate the Prima Nocta guy? Oh gosh! Like that's yeah. like the worst fucking shit. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of really just hateful <sighs> people in that one too. The, the king and 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 then the, each each guy from each little 
lord of each little town or whatever. Those guys are all fucking bricks. It's like some good intestine yeah. shots. Yeah, there's some there's yeah. some brutal shots in that one. That's a good one, dude. That's on HBO Max. So check all of those out, and we will be back with our next category. I have no idea what it is. Brad's going to look at me like I'm a crazy person, and the next thing we're going to do is alternate endings. <laughs> No gem watch for Maverick, Mexico on that goose stick. Iceberg list Titanic, Leo's drawing that nude shit. Jim fucks Nadia like we all thought he should. Ricky and Doughboy get the fuck out the hood. Luke hooks up with Leia just like he's intending. It's time for a reshelf and alternate endings. So what we'd like to do here at Best Video Kingdom is we like to take the movie and try and figure out a way that we can make it better or fuck it up or add more incest like Scott likes to do or just like, you know, really whatever you guys want to do to make the movie better, worse, or other. So who's got one? I'm reshelving this. We haven't done okay. a reshelf in a while. and I, 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 I think want I did the, one last I, episode, but whatever. Did you? <laughs> what, what style did you change? Uh, I changed Harry Met Sally into a thriller. Oh, fuck. My bad. <laughs> it's all good. Oh, Don't wow. edit that, please. <laughs> we'll leave it in there. So my reshelf, though, is, you know, I want to Disney-fy this movie. I want a little Disney ending because, and, and I'll, I'll give my reasoning. So uh, after killing Commodus, Maximus falls down. He's dying. Lucilla runs over to him. And, and as she weeps, we track some of her tears down to Maximus' body, and they land on his wound, and it instantly begins healing. And as his hand starts to move, it slowly begins to clench into a fist. And, and Lucilla's son, he sees this, and so he starts an epic slow, cl- a slow clap in the crowd. <laughs> and it starts to slowly build around the Colosseum. As the clap grows louder and faster, you know, Maximus's arm goes up and he starts to rise and he slowly lifts his thumb into the air and he gives at the side of his thumbs up. The crowd is just going nuts. People are losing their minds with joy. And, and as cheesy as this is, the only reason that I want to have this type of ending is because Maximus needs to get laid. This guy has gone three or four years yep. at least without getting laid. Unless, you know, uh, he and his gladder, gladiator buddies are like trading paint, you know, in the, in the training grounds and stuff. <laughs> he's He hasn't had any he's action gonna, in a while. He's going to blow a load like a shotgun right to her back. He needs to get some. He needs to get some because yeah. he's been uh, uh, on a big drought and he deserves Lucilla's all into him. She loves him with a passion. He needs to get some sex. Dude, I love it, uh, and I'm gonna piggyback onto the bet. And so then he lives and retires on the farm, selling his smoked wheat, <laughs> <laughs> just like the commercial. <laughs> He's got his smoked wheat. <laughs> See how long he can keep those charred bodies, uh, right. you know, going. Like, Did you run out wheat. of charred wife? Like, uh, you know, now we got this uh, this charred kid over here. <laughs> Bring me a servant. Oh man. How cool would it have been if they would have gone like a knight's tale, like and all that same stuff that Brad says happens, and then all of a sudden the crowd just starts doing like the two stomp clap. <laughs> <laughs> we will rock you. We will. Yeah, dude. I what think you, that would be a sick ending. What are you guys' thoughts on Knight's Tale? I, I love it. I it's love a fun, it's, I it's love weird because it's kind of like like almost like a Boz Lerman kind of style, like yeah. the, the idea of the music and the pop music and stuff, but uh it's kind of fun. It's it's, it's not bad at all. And it's good, and uh and I, I really like it. Uh 
the girl in is it Shannon Sossaman, I think yeah. her name is. Yeah. Uh, dude, she's one of my favorite people that disappeared off the face of the earth. Um I don't know. What do you got, Scotty? That um, uh, was that was what I was gonna say, and I just kind of rolled. Well, you know, in 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 uh, in with our our, our long lost uh, who's out there at draft school, um, Nate, of course, would say that you know Maximus, as he's laying there dying, and Lucilla runs up, all of a sudden some fangs start sprouting, and he pops up, and he just goes on a rampage, starts killing all of Commodus's like little troops and stuff, and just mass. Oh, I like it better if she comes down and she knows he's about to die. Oh, She's she bites him. So she bites there him. So there you go. Brings die. him back. And then he comes back. Gladiator then, yeah, till dawn. Just so that you can fuck <laughs> Commodus's corpse. Because you know Brad wants to get him laid, and we're trying to do fucking vampires. So nothing hotter than a fucking sexy oh, vampire, boy. dude. Oh, oh boy. That's, that's a little aggressive. <laughs> You would have looped up, bro. Come on, dude. Just come slip body. <laughs> the crowd's just clap, slow clapping. He will rock you. <laughs> he puts the thumb in the air. They're like, where's he going to put that thumb? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yes. So that's the end of this episode. And we're canceled. What are we doing next week? We're having a draft, aren't we? Oh, shit. I forgot I was the host. So next week, <laughs> <laughs> next week we're going to do a draft. It's going to be fucking epically amazing because we are doing the most fuck. What is it? Justified. Justified Vendetta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In film. So think of all those good revenge films from you know but even back in gov's time so we're going like 1920s to 2020s and uh just think of all of the ones that that have a really justified plot line something really terrible happens to where you're like of course he's going to kill these people he has to because they or she has to or she oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, the, or they or they, they yeah or zer has to <laughs> whatever yeah <laughs> whatever all, your all pronouns, pronouns but you can sure. fucking still kill somebody and be completely justified by it so or you know injure somebody or you know overthrow somebody yeah. whatever you got to do or just fucking uh you send know. them a mean letter <laughs> <laughs> only if they really have it coming uh, i will be sending a strongly worded letter <laughs> we're gonna have a, a a great guest back uh to judge us uh, somebody who takes the job very very seriously and yeah. that's coming from i mean our most famous bbk judge i mean Scotch i could not put a a, a a better seal of approval on a judge than the one we got coming next week, which is Hank. Yeah, and y'all King heard the hoisters. Y'all heard Hank earlier in the episode. He's gonna come back next episode. We'll have the gov actually here. So when I throw the mic to him, he'll actually answer me instead of looking at me like I'm not here. And uh we appreciate y'all. Bye bye. Start this thing